and we're back with another episode of Digital Dreams. I'm really excited for this week's guest. It's our first partner uh, episode uh, with Amelia, and she's going to kill me. I've been trying, Shawitska, um, but my Polish is not really great. That was a really good try. That was a really good try. Oh, thank you. Uh, who is the, C- uh, sorry, we have Strategic Partnership Manager at Molly. I love Molly. Um, if you've ever gone to a, an e-commerce event, um, expo, you may have seen their gorgeous, amazing, out of this world stands, maybe with cakes, or uh, I think you've had an ice sculpture one, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- th- this episode's really for, you know, listeners here who are merchants or running an e-commerce business or maybe not running it, but are part of um, managing the e-commerce side of the business. Uh, really talking about borders uh, and cross-border payment and you know i think we've titled the episode borders what borders there are no borders with e-commerce now okay that's kind of correct but kind of not correct but um we'll talk more about that and maybe you want to introduce yourself a bit more what you do at molly and a bit more about molly yeah of course no thank you so much for having me i'm super excited to be on your podcast and Funnily enough, this is my first ever podcast, so very, very excited about that. Good. Um, but yeah, my name is Emilia Świętczyka. Uh, it's a Polish last name, so it does. It's a bit of a tongue twister for for people. Um, but I grew up in Sweden originally, so a bit of a bit of a mixed accent there. Um, but yeah, so I am a partnerships manager at Molly, um, specifically focusing on agencies uh, as we build our presence here in in the UK. Um, And yeah, to give you a bit of an overview of Molly, Molly is a payment services provider. Uh, We were founded in the Netherlands back in 2004. Uh, We've grown up to seven markets, but with a pan-European presence, uh, and we focus on online online payments uh, and localizing payments across across the European markets. Brilliant, you're two years older than we are. Uh, So we started in 2006, so you're you're the older one here. so yeah, we a uh, little bit of a background between our relationship. Also, we met uh, a uh, a common partner at Ecom One. Um, they they'll be joining us on one episode shortly, hopefully. Uh, Richard Hill, uh, do tune into Richard Hill's Ecom uh, at One podcast. But yes, we met and we got discussing. Um, and obviously, with our growth here at O'Brien Media, we really wanted to kind of come on board with you guys uh, and see how we could work and collaborate. Uh, in the future with offering your services to our prospect clients and also current e-commerce clients. We're um, thrilled to be working with O'Brien as well. And yeah, yeah. definitely say that's the best way to meet new people events, yeah. right? And so I think, yeah, that, it, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, that's, I think that's really how to grow businesses. Um, I came across a pod, uh, not podcast, sorry, a post on LinkedIn yesterday uh, from a CEO who's starting a new partnership portal uh called super glue uh, and he kind of put a post out there yesterday and was kind of being saying that partnerships are not just to be seen as a lead generator um and i totally agreed i yeah, know i think um rapport and actually being able to build a partnership and use each other's ad- skills shall we say and Absolutely. and knowledge um, can actually help both businesses succeed more than uh, just the, the kind of looking at it at the short 
period? Because I suppose, okay, if you're running a business, okay, you need numbers and facts and figures, and you need to see that your partnership team are bringing in leads. Okay, yes, that's great. Um, but I think sometimes that's a long-term picture, right? Not always the short-term. And it's only one aspect of it. I could not agree more. Partnership, in, in the best sense, should be an extension of your team. It should be yeah, being able to leverage those extra resources. It's obviously... Sometimes if you work quite a lot remotely, it's quite nice to have a bigger team around uh, in your partners. It's, yeah, so much more than just the commercial aspect, for sure. Exactly. I suppose, like, for for me, um, you know, I'm considered quite a newbie in the e-commerce um, arena. Okay, I've been doing this now 18 months. Uh, you know, so I'm not uh, an online payment provider specialist. I don't know probably as much as maybe you know and the rest of your technical team know. Um, so actually then when I'm talking to clients or prospects, I can actually have that support. And I think, you know, that's great. Um, but also, so there's the partner side of working with the agencies, but then I believe Molly are very good at having that kind of a partner approach with your clients um, and the support that you give them. Maybe you could, you know, speak a bit more about how you can help you know, a merchant, if you're going, oh, okay, um, we want to start selling, you know, in France or Germany or China, um, you know, what's the benefits that they can seek from you um, at working with you? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and just to caveat as well, payments expert, uh, I've got a full team that are very good at payments, uh, but similar to you, I'm fairly new into the payment space. I, I've been in e-commerce for four years now, five years. Uh, but I used to work agency side and uh, joined Molly about a year and a half ago. So definitely caveat that I've got colleagues that are way, <laughs> way more technical way than more, I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely in terms of a partnership, um, why it's great for a merchant to work with firstly a partner. Like it's the same reason why you work with an agency as well. You want to work mm, with experts. Exactly. Uh, you want to work with someone that's done it before. They've seen it. They They know the roadmap. They can advise on, right, you're currently at this growth stage. This, these are the next steps that we've seen businesses like yourselves do. And this is what you can do next to, to really help spur that growth. And it's the same reason why, uh, why I work with a partner of that agency as well. The agency has uh, built the solution before. They've seen it in place. Uh, that will shorten the development time. Um, they know how it works. They can help advocate for um extra features um the partnership for us when when we work with agencies they're sort of the eyes and ears and in, in many cases of what are what are merchants asking for what are the next integrations what new payment methods should we be adding on all those bits all all help through through partnering together so as much as the the merchant and agency relationship is is a partnership uh, it's, it's, the it's a new level to that outsource kind of maybe back 10 20 years ago the, the it's almost like an outsourced part of the business right um but very much family i know we all discuss um i have many part managers that i talk to um and you know we we, we stay in touch on linkedin and it's very that eyes and ears you know what i might come uh, to you or another part manager in, in another business and say uh, you know, ask for some advice. Uh, I spoke to another part manager yesterday. We've got a prospect client who is selling hedging. Uh, now, I've never dealt with someone in the kind of garden and that life stock area, and I didn't know much about the delivery. Um, so mm. I went and spoke to one of our um, 
partners and said, you know, is there a courier that is able to support e-commerce businesses that are doing that? And, you know, it is that ear, eyes and ears. We're both on each side. You know, we kind of know uh, a bit more about maybe what the client wants and we're hearing what the needs are. And then we're able to go back to you and go, ah, this client needs this. Can you do that? And and then actually that might be a new trend for you and you can go back to a team, develop a team and go, can we do this? Can Will we be able to do this? Um, and that's really, really cool. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, definitely. Um, so kind of going back into the, the topic of today's podcast with borders, what borders, um, you know, what is your opinion on, on the future cross-border payments? Um, you know, obviously there's quite a bit of projected growth in the next kind of three to four or five years. Um, yeah. It's growing. It's That's the wonderful thing about the internet, right? Is you can work anywhere, you can sell anywhere. Uh, but what's your opinion of the future? Obviously, you've been doing 18 months. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah, no, uh, it's so interesting, especially so the folks on borders, because we're, uh, I'm not going to get political at all here, but we're in such an interesting time where uh, we've never been as global, but the concept of borders is definitely changing. And I'd say in e-commerce where we've got access to so much more now than we did just a couple of years ago. And uh, it's such a growing, growing space. And um, so definitely, yeah, in my, in my opinion is you definitely need to have a cross-border strategy. Um, I was reading the other day that I think it was Visa that said um, they did a study with a bunch of e-commerce people, leaders, um, and they said something like 90% um, of those leaders said you have to have a cross-border strategy to be able to be successful. So uh, and 90% of those had a strategy in place that was, uh, yeah, until 2024. So um, super crucial to have. You've got access to a wider pool, not just your, your local market, but access to all those mm -hmm. uh, other markets around. I'm not going to say that it's just something you do overnight, just click on a switch and you've got um, access to all those markets. You have to do a bit of research. There's um, what are the prepared payment methods in those markets? What languages do they speak? What currencies are in place? Uh, the whole regulation piece, um, obviously things like shipping and tax. And again, that's where, where it's so great to be able to work mm. with partners because you can have a a dedicated partner for tax to be able to localize your business in that sense and same with things like fulfillment and order management work with partners like boo uh, and SunCloud that can help automate uh, a lot in that space yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean I, I i've worked in the financial industry i worked for a, a independent financial advisory and yeah they were worldwide and gosh it was a whirlwind of trying to understand myself different regulations of yeah, and that's more kind of investment but you know paying and and, uh, you know, and buying uh, you know then the trade side of things that's what obviously yeah. it's not a switch it's not download it would be great but it's not a download that information oh you know it and then and go as it, it is a, an ongoing process you were saying obviously everyone needs to have this um kind of cross-border strategy um, what are you seeing currently? Are you seeing the small, medium businesses getting more um, and maybe even more, maybe the, the solo one-man bands that have started, are you starting to see that they're actually going, okay, this is how I can grow my business now. This is the advantage of me being online um, instead of them going, mm -hmm. oh, I need to wait until I am 
more of a known brand? No, absolutely. I think um, what's really interesting is that we're really seeing businesses of all sizes considering maybe if you're if you're based in the UK, you might consider going into the Netherlands first um, or going into France or in a couple of years down, you might might look at Germany. Um, it's yeah, it's a really interesting space because it really is for everyone. Uh, Molly as a business focuses on uh, we're really based in sort of the SMB space. So we'll work with businesses that are just starting out up to um, household brands like Uni Pizza and Gymshark. So really in terms of size, we, we, we see it all. Um, but what's interesting is that the, the cross-border strategy is present in, on most sides. So um, to, yeah, obviously in the UK, things like we, we assume people use cards and there might be a bit of Apple Pay in the mix, um, but we're fairly, fairly generic, a bit of PayPal, of course, maybe a buy now, pay later option. Um, mm-hmm. but then markets such as the Netherlands, you have to use payment methods like ideal, for example. Um, and while forming a cross border strategy, isn't just a flick of a switch with, with us, that is a flick of a switch. So once you've got sort of looking at your fulfillment and what, what your strategy is going to be the payments piece, um, we've got experts on hand that can just help advise you on those bits. So, um, from from our side, what we've seen is that it is it is definitely present in the SMB space and something more and more businesses are considering. Um, even if they might not start with all markets at once, it's it's a nice way to be able to try. It's dipping and... your toes in, which is quite yeah. ideal for us in the UK at the moment. I think everyone needs to be dipping their toes in the, in the water with with the heat that we've got. I mean, I I quite like the heat myself. But I'm not. <laughs> we definitely I'm do. not yeah um but yeah i think i think you know I, I totally agree with you on my side um i think you know no matter what size business you are these days if you're online there's no end of possibilities really um it just may take some time and you know maybe some people uh i've spoken to some uh, prospect clients and you know, they're coming into the e-commerce safe they started selling their product through the kind of usual b2c consumer channels like just facebook marketplace or gumtree etc and they thought oh wow i've got a business and they're still a bit naive but they think all right if i could do this this is going to explode but unfortunately it is that cliche put the hard work in and it will come to you um unfortunately nothing is that easy okay it is easier now with you know having uh, online payment providers like you uh you know working with us and also the merchants and knowing legislations and all the kind of netting around cross-border um, but it, it will come to you if you put the hard work in right absolutely um, and it's all trial and error isn't it like we're yeah we're, we're definitely not going to pretend that running a business uh, is easy but uh, where you can automate where you can simplify definitely do it so working what, again, what do working you think the now. biggest challenge of the cross-border side is it maybe a the, the kind of language do you see as the barrier or maybe um more of the, s- the smaller of the smbs they're getting the understanding of maybe where do they need to rise prices to take account of the the the, the kind of transactional fees that they're going to get with cross borders and how they may need to up their prices it, what i would suggest i would say that's maybe what i would think but what, what's your yeah no there's definitely a bit of that from from my what i've seen i think it's staying on top of how to stay local 
that's the because it's in like we've said it's an ever-changing landscape so things like regulations change tax changes uh, obviously everything around fulfillment and all those bits but really staying on top of what makes what works in that market that that's really where i see most of the challenges and um where you can get help from from your partners definitely use it so um yeah knowing that bank contact is the preferred payment method in belgium i certainly didn't know before i joined molly um things like app wouldn't be able to tell you how to uh set up different uh tax accounts and those and yeah well whatever you need to do to localize so definitely working with the partners that can help you um excel that's yeah how to manage those challenges for sure definitely i totally agree with the uh g20 last year as well obviously that that was kind of a big help and push for for kind of you guys as well as well as us and mm-hmm. any merchant that are doing cross border with the kind of aspect that all leaders now are trying to help and make the process a lot easier um, because it's obviously beneficial to the country, right? Um, bringing in Absolutely. bringing in money. Um, you know, it goes back to uh, I did a bit of reading last night um, before obviously coming on, on today. Um, just reading the cross border guide that you provide on your website uh, and it is literally history uh, almost repeating itself but in the most modern way um, you know history great explorers use uh, tools to avail- uh, available to them as you say um, you know on the boats uh, and now we have um, you know online you can you know back then they didn't see bef- they couldn't see before they brought um, I suppose and uh, and now you've got all these options that that also help. It's not just also the payment, is it? It's now just also then having other partners as couriers, which um, obviously you don't just work with agencies at Molly's. You have partners with kind of other SaaS solutions to help have that fully um, operating ecosystem, right? Exactly. But uh, as a as a business, you're trusted by over more than one hundred thirty thousand businesses. Um, that's a lot of businesses, definitely. And, it's uh, a lot of businesses. Just, yeah, it's just coming to you're just coming to like you're, you're you're moving and expanding the UK market now. Um, how are you finding that as your job? Um, and you know, where do you see the biggest growth for, for Molly? Uh, you know, is there a particular industry that you're really enjoying working with at the moment and finding exciting? I don't know, maybe yeah. No, definitely. So, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because it was working for Molly in the UK is very much like working for a startup in in many ways. Um, We've got the the benefit that we've got a business that's been around for uh, 18 years backing us. Um, So it sort of gives you that room to to trial things, to to find what works, uh, whether that is different kinds of messaging or uh, different industries, it's all a bit of a trial and error. Um, what, what we've learned from the business, it's, there's been a huge partnership focus, uh, throughout. We've got dedicated agency managers in every local market, um, de- uh, dedicated SaaS partner managers and platform partners and, um, all those bits, which has been so amazing for me to, to be part of that bigger team and really learn from, um, from those other markets and see, see what works and, um, while Germany as a market is really different from the UK, um, there's obviously ways we, we collaborate and, uh, and learn from each other. So uh, it's been really interesting. And the UK, 
Um, it is quite a crowded space. Obviously, we've got a lot of big financial institutions and neobanks and payment services providers. There's um, a lot of options around. Um, but what's been really interesting is finding that clarity and what business works where, um, finding where, where we really fit. Um, it's been things like really honing in on, on good customer service being, again, providing that local piece. Uh, when, when you want to know more about Netherlands, being able to speak to a Dutch, uh, expert, that's, that's been super helpful. Um, same obviously aside in, in the UK, really being locally present. Um, uh, like you mentioned the events, the, the marketing team mm. is going to be thrilled about this, but really, really focusing on that presence has been incredibly helpful. Um, so it's, yeah, a lot of fun. The team's growing. Um, in terms of the industries that we work, we, we see a lot of retail. Um, as you said, there's a lot of D2C brands, uh, but a lovely customer called Snag Tights that, um, we've been working with since, since pre-launch actually. So they, they worked with us just for the European markets in the beginning, uh, and a lovely case of how, how to really focus on that internationalization piece. Um, but yeah, to, to some, quite a long-winded answer to your question. But yeah, it's been no, I like a it. bit of a journey. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, you know, it's a I'm, lot of fun. I'm an nosy one. Yeah. yeah good. Oh, that's so, great. I mean, that's, you don't, that's you don't ask, you don't find out, right? Um, exactly. And yeah, it's all part of the conversation. So yeah. um, I'm quite intrigued, actually. Do you have a number of merchants that come to to, to molly and you know maybe they're coming to you just for uh, as a payment provider and whether they're just uk and they're like oh i just want to stay in the uk but maybe they're not quite saying those words but they don't realize that actually you have the opportunity with SaaS solution as such as yourself to be able to go and start selling to another market are you finding that a lot and actually during the onboarding process with molly that they're going oh oh right okay this changes everything yeah no definitely it, and it's sometimes the other way around as well because i think when before we launched so i joined molly a good couple of months before we launched the uk side um settling in gbp and then we were very much a partner for international payments mainly so we had, had a bunch of customers that mainly would use us for, for things like Ideal and Bank Contact. Um, but then now in the UK, it's such a mix. So we have customers that just use us in the UK because that's either because that's part of their strategy at the moment. Um, and, and that's what's relevant. So it would be the things like cards and Apple Pays. Um, but then we've got customers that also maybe expand into one market and then they see that we've got Right, we're we're in Belgium. We might as well also um, check out the Netherlands. Um, being obviously once you're once you're in Europe, that, that I suppose set, that's what's really good. It's much bigger. Thought yeah. for you is because you have only just made so not obviously just come to the UK, but because you worked in those other markets, you've got a really good understanding of those markets. So when you're now in the UK, when those people those merchants are going. Oh, I want to sell in the Netherlands. I want to sell here. You know it all exactly. already. Um, and obviously, Molly, uh, you know you're you're one of the top fin fintech companies now. You know you are uh, highly recognised. Um, you know 
I, I, I like Molly. Uh, you know, I always look out for the for the posts on the on the LinkedIn or whatnot, or um, oh. you know, going to events. I've always got a spot. Oh, there's Molly here. Uh, branding's <laughs> great, um, but obviously, it's not all that about branding. But uh, you know, having that fun, happy approach. You know, I've got to say my side. Um, you know, every, every kind of interaction that I've had with Molly, you know, either yourself or whether it's been through LinkedIn or, you know, even just, you know, shouting out about about you guys, you know, I get Molly employees, uh, you know, sharing and uh, and liking and hearting or, um, you know, and that's oh, really what it's it. all about, right? It's definitely yeah. uh, an interesting market to be in. Um, you know, I'm enjoying my career myself personally within this market and it's nice because every day is a school day and i'm guessing you may feel the same especially with our market where it's forever changing it's forever changing i can't say that more than yeah i think that's the lovely thing again I, I, i'm such just a partnerships nerd but i think that's the beauty both of our industry and being in the types of roles that we're in as well you get to see all elements of the e-commerce journey in one way or another um, you get to see how different parts of the business work. So I love seeing just that there's always something new to learn, whether it's something new for me about payments or um, cross-border sales or uh, how things like accounting and reconciliation work. And uh, there's always something new to learn, which is the beauty of the industry. Also a curse because it's very fast moving but... well, we've gone back to school almost isn't it it's like we're, we're, we're constantly revising for the exam um I, I mean yeah it's you've always got uh, okay we all may have our own specialties like okay we're a web design agency we focus very heavily on on the web design um, and other digital marketing strategies um, but we also need to know about your e-commerce we need to know about what other platforms as it's constantly changing and very similar to you it's the whole ecosystem um and you whilst you are a specialist within one you, you've got a kind of know yeah. enough about the others um but for sure yeah, and as it goes we all learn as it goes and so i think curiosity is one of the most interesting sort of traits you can have in, in the space because staying you stay interested, which is so crucial to both liking your job and being able to develop in it. Um, I think, yeah, it's lovely that you also said such nice things about Molly because I think obviously the company has been really fast growing and uh, we've been lucky to be able to raise funds a couple of times. Um, but really the goal for Molly isn't to be the biggest partner out there. We're not looking to be hyper global the next biggest thing where it's really all about the customers and yeah having having time for each other and um yeah that we've got this mission statement about being the most loved payments provider out there so that's that's really uh, that's, what we're striving to be and i can i mean myself i definitely see that um it is sometimes it's it's a new level to that customer appreciation isn't it, it, it sometimes okay some business models they want to be the biggest and have the most um customers but some businesses actually like ourselves we care very much more about it's not the quantity it's the quality um, mm. and i think that's a really good point to kind of put across to anyone who wants to kind of run their business on that matter um 
you know, because of repeat business and the relationships, and especially if you're curious, then you know, you grow with 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 the merchants. That's the great thing that I like yeah. about my job is is that it's starting a journey and it's almost being part of that journey. It's not almost it is definitely um you know we see ourselves as a marketing partner you know we're we're here for for growth um as you are uh, you know the, the the main reason for having uh, one of the main advantages for having molly sorry would be conversion rates uh, increasing um you know with the uh, being able to have your own branded payment uh portal uh, and yeah. xyz and in in the customer journey um yeah it's 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 an exciting space uh, but uh, i think what i'd like to touch into quickly if uh, anyone that's listening today or watching because we are on on youtube um, oh, yeah <laughs> uh, and you know there, we, there might be a, another me uh, another agency um and they go do you know what i like what i'm hearing today um you know we could we could do with partnering with uh, a solution such as molly um you know where do they start um uh, and you know what 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 benefits will, will help them and how can they benefit you for sure so um i mean where, where to start feel free to reach out to me I, I don't my last name isn't super easy to spell but <laughs> my email it will is... be it will be in the podcast <laughs> episodes so they could copy and paste yeah definitely so that's the first step um, but yeah, so why, why you work with a partner having that dedicated support person there. So, uh, in the UK, we've got, um, a team of 25 people that are, uh, based locally working on the UK market. Um, and so having access to those people, whether it's a solutions engineer, um, a salesperson that can help navigate, um, those other markets around and help with, with your payment strategy um it's access to all those integrations and, and someone that can help talk you through them whether that's a demo um of it uh, i love doing things like lunch and learns um or just having direct access to me so having a person um that you can speak to about what's coming up um what's happening where, where we're going to be present in the e-commerce space but uh also what's what's going on uh trend wise in our um in our customer base so uh, we publish quite a lot of content. Um, there's, yeah, obviously partner benefits um, around all those pieces like marketing as well. So, but really, uh, most mostly it is really to benefit the customer. Have, if you've done it before with one payments partner, you've you've got that benefit of you've done it before. You know how it works. Um, you've seen the journey. Yeah, um, definitely, and, and it's just obviously. Um, it's all the same in the sense of the journey, like you said, but um, obviously every payment provider has their own, uh, I think I've coined the term quirks and perks, I suppose, really, you know, what, what you excel in, what you like really <laughs> offer uh, and, and help. Um, and then I also kind of just wanna, you know, maybe give you kind of some time to say, you know, if someone's going, oh, okay, they've listened to us, they've gone, I like media, Molly sound great, I love that. They love who their customers are and they're all about the customers. And they're like, I want to be part of that. Um, and I don't blame them, um, you know, and I'm going, yeah, please go go speak to Molly. Um, how can the payment, uh, how can coming on board with you 
help their conversion rate? Um, you know, what's the main advantages? Yeah, for sure. So uh, first, we'd look at things like what payment methods you've got on hand. So are you maximizing the potential of, of things that you yeah, of things that you're offering your customer. So a customer wants choice. They want uh, a good amount of choice, not too much choice. Um, but things like, have you enabled your Apple Pay? Is that is that on hand? Um, are you working with PayPal as well for, for those wallets? Um, have you, uh, if you are present in other markets, have you got any local payment methods on hand? So that's the sort of baseline. Um, then looking at what the payment side looks like on your website, are you currently being redirected to a new page to pay? Uh, looking at things, we call it Molly components, but it basically is um, not having to leave leave your checkout to yeah. uh, to fill in your card details. So that's um, something we definitely see a lift in in terms of I'm your I'm surprised. Um, uh, I'm uh, quite an avid online shopper uh, myself, uh, and this, this, I'm surprised at the amount of merchants that still aren't haven't got one one click purchases or apple pay and digital wallets yeah. wallets, or, or paypal um the redirections um you know, the, you know it's all helps that you know that the longer someone's on your site uh you know hopefully google then go okay oh, all right this is trusted um and then we go into a whole subject now of seo and um, <laughs> you know how that can then help and obviously we don't want to dive too much into that but yeah I, um, the journey is of the yeah of the e-commerce purchasing journey but it's really like it might sound like the basics but it's important to get them right first first hand and, and seeing what that can do and then obviously navigating your your buyer seamlessly through through those processes um so yeah those are i think like my top tips definitely look at those pieces first um and yeah definitely make sure to work with with your agency to uh know that you're maximizing the potential there yeah i'm uh, yeah i'm always open to to speak to anyone and always pass over to to molly as well and hopefully work on projects together uh, so anyone listening that is you know interested um contact details will be available after this episode um uh i think really you know time to kind of wrap up a bit um uh, i know you're you're a busy woman uh as we all are and i kind of just wanted to thank you for for coming on you know it's been great uh, it's first partner podcast for me your first podcast um so yeah all so very, exciting, very exciting stuff uh but i'm doing uh, i ask a question at the end of every podcast uh for the regular listeners so i know what it is it's what's your favorite SaaS solution um you know what makes your job better the, the, the idea is, of this question is to really uh, maybe promote some of the new upcoming SaaS solutions out there uh, and to get that get them out is there a, a put you on the spot is there a favorite for you currently oh it's a really good question um like, maybe something personally to yeah i would love to promote a small solution at the moment but i really love my google drive is that really yeah. sad <laughs> i love uh, how i can't say sad <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know what Google Drive. I do find the simplicity of Google Drive a lot more easier than um, other 
um, solution, shall we say. So uh, I don't blame you there. Um, but that's really <laughs> it's interesting. It's just having everything in one place and it's not like, yeah, I can access it on my phone, I can access it wherever I am. It's just such a life-changing and yeah, I live by my calendar, just having everything in in one place. And it's I know it's like saying Apple in general, but yeah, I'm going to have to say that. I try not to add on too many new smaller solutions, in, at least in my personal use, because I'll forget that it exists. As much as I love my Trello board, I'll forget it exists and then not come back to it. And I've used so many different um, like note-taking apps and uh reminder thingies and i still just come back to my calendar and my my google yeah. tool so it's all in one place it's uh it's it's you get used to what you're used to doesn't it i suppose exactly. but um you know that google have a wide range uh, and i think that's what makes it great right is you've got that simplicity of okay google meet uh to google mail to Google Docs, yeah, etc. Yeah. Um, and, and the best thing to it for uh, um, is it is so easily accessible. And that's the great world of SaaS, right? Um, you know, back 10, 20 years ago, in-premise was the thing, you know, you had to still buy a CD, download that program onto your, system, onto your computer, or, you know, if you're a bigger uh, computer agent, uh, sorry, company, you know, onto the servers, etc. Um, yeah. came a, a hell of a lot of maintenance Such and it was costly and, and and now you know uh, being in the cloud and working online is you know you've got that advantage now as a merchant especially more going on an online payment provider you know you're able to look after the software yourself um, and, and the merchant almost doesn't have to worry about that um, yeah. maybe back many awesome. years ago that was the case Exactly, and I've just thought of it, sorry, it's a last minute add-on into it, but I need to sh give a shout-out to Google Maps. Uh, the amount of saved, I, I'm, so, I'm such a foodie, and I save so many restaurants and, and places to go. Um, it's it's such a nice little, such an easy uh, thing to do, just be able to bookmark your, uh, I, your stuff. I'm still an Apple if, user, uh, and I use Google Maps. I still use Google Maps. Uh, I've never used yeah, Apple yeah it's such a good feature and i know it's super basic and it's probably so telling of my technical knowledge but it's so useful and um my when i left my last job uh i did make the mistake of having my saved pins on my work account oh, um no. so i lost i think three or four hundred pins in in london and around europe uh for places and it's still one of the biggest tech faux pas I've made, it's I think. It's got to be upsetting. Oh, yeah, I um, messaged them to no, see if I could get it back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it really goes to show that the, fu oh, wrong side, the future of commerce uh, begins now, really, uh, with using a payment provider as Molly um, in your e-commerce arena on your site. Um, you know, if you want to get in contact with Emilio or Molly, please visit molly.com um, or I will put the email um, in in the podcast episode online. For anyone that wants to reach out, I highly recommend it. Um, unless there's any other way that you want them to get in contact, do you have a LinkedIn? My LinkedIn's always available, absolutely. 
uh, just spell my last name and, and it's there. Uh, thank you so much for having well, me, Dylan, as well. It's been an no absolute problem. treat. Brilliant. I hope we see each other soon again um, at one of those amazing Molly stands. So I will speak and see you soon. Take care. See Thanks for soon. listening, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.